We welcome Jordan Finley to the show, a.k.a. Lola Fierce. Welcome, Lola. Hi, how are you? I am fine. Kaz uh, (laughs) eventually eventually turned up, but you know how it is. Do you know what? Drag queen time is sometimes a late time. Sometimes if something starts at seven, it's quarter past seven. So so it can be be a a day where if you're on time, there's a bonus point. I was going to say, are all drag queens normally late? Are they all normally fashionably late? Or are there ever ones that are dead on time? Or... Is that just a myth? Sometimes you get ones that are dead on time. Some you you can get people. I'm occasionally, majority of the time, I'm on time. There's the odd times that I'm a bit um, late here and there. So Lola, uh, how long have you been performing um, as Lola? Um, for like two and a half years now. Um, it was actually like a year, um, like three years ago, like this month, that the first time I ever went out in drag. Um, to a convention in Manchester, so like two and a half years old since I've been performing in drag. Oh wow! Um, can you tell us uh, the story or meaning behind your drag name? What what made you come up with uh, Lola Face? Well, there's a musical if you've heard of it called Kinky Boots. That kind of is the giveaway, probably where the first name comes from if you've seen it. Um, and I fell in love with the musical. The musical inspired me to do drag, and then I was like, I wanted to think of a name, and I wanted to kind of weird and quirky name but every time I think of ones I was like nah it doesn't work it doesn't work this is rubbish and I was like I always kept going back to Lola but I was like I don't want to be called Lola that's too obvious but then I was like do you know what it only feels right to be called Lola if you're going to sing Land of Lola all the time so I was like do you know what we'll just call myself Lola and then I was like what can you do as a second name and I was like think of something think of something and then I was listening to Beyonce one day and I was like Beyonce calls herself Sacrifice and I was like it's like so there's a wee fierce part fierce beyonce and um lola comes together and then what was actually quite funny was the very very first performance that i ever did was a lip sync battle to love on top of a beyonce ah, i absolutely love kinky boots that is such a great film did you watch the stage play um i've only saw the musical like 18 times <laughs> oh is that it oh you're not much yeah. of a fan at all are you <laughs> <laughs> So, um, what sort of songs do you normally sing uh, when you're performing? Do you sing, you know, oldie songs, songs from musicals, or some of the latest sort of stuff? Um, what I kind of sing the majority of um, is a lot of musical theatre. So you get a lot of like Kinky Boots and stuff, um, things like Kinky Boots, Legally Blonde, and things like that. Um, but there's one pop star that you'll find if you ever come to a little of your show, you will probably hear one of our songs appear at least. Um, and that's Ariana Grande. Um, I, I have a big love for Ariana Grande. She's like, she's someone that I just love all her music and look up to. And I just have fun performing her songs. Um, actually, one of the songs I um, do a lot of sometimes is, um, and it's it's kind of like a mix of live singing and lip syncing, is um, Break Free. Um, but I do Good Morning Baltimore, the reprise, and then go into Break Free. It's a whole, she's in jail, gets out of jail. It's a whole, a whole fun number. Oh, um, awesome. <laughs> But it's a lovely moment and I think I do that and then recently a lot more since Christmas last year I, I always try and pop in a wee original song too here and there to try and keep going with them. So um, where are you performing at the moment? Is it just all online based? Obviously you can't perform um, in venues. I don't know, is this a social distancing way of doing it? Sadly up here we haven't had a show since March so um, it's kind of performing from the, the joys of your own bedroom or living room and you're like, oh this is a a joyful experience. Um, it's not quite the same when the only audience member you have is your cat. Um, occasionally because you're like, Aww. oh, 
special. You've got because sometimes it's like sometimes you're pre-recording things, sometimes you're doing it live, and it's you're like pre-recording. You're like, is the cat enjoying it? Because it's the only person that's actually here to watch it. Um, it's not. It's just not the same. You kind of you miss that whole um, vibe of it all. But um, hopefully, in the near future, we'll get to go back to being on stages and performing for people. What's the cat called? It's Sabrina. After Sabrina, the teenage pet. Oh, love it. Love it. Um, so what made you uh, start doing drag? Um, it was one of those things where I did music in college. Like, I studied music and um, I was doing music. Like, I brought out an EP um, before and then I kind of just started to get very uninspired by a lot of things and kind of just didn't really want to do it anymore. And then, like I say, I, I saw a musical called Gecky Boots and was like, I want to be that character. And I was doing a lot of musical theatre shows at the time and stuff like that, like as a hairspray, as a wedding singer, you know, as West Side Story and stuff. And then eventually I was like, I really want to be her. And I was like, hmm, but you're not going to get away with singing songs like that at like um, shows and stuff like that, because it was kind of a case of you were going to shows and you were like the only person that was singing like um, female artist songs as a male and you were like hmm doesn't quite work because a lot of people are like this doesn't look right why are you singing um, man I feel like a woman and things like this and you're like hmm so I kind of then was like what is it that's like what me what do I really want to do and I was eventually I was like I just want to sing Land of Lola so I was like it kind of just felt like the, the right thing to like progress on to and um, years later here we are you know obviously looking at some of your social media etc so you uh, have released uh, a few singles is that right i have i've released more than just a few singles i've oh, got right. um, an album <laughs> out i've got an ep out um, and i have another ep that comes out um, in a few weeks time i think that's brilliant there's not um you know, not a lot of drag artists uh, can say that, especially, you know, is it a lot of it your own stuff or, you know, a few covers in there as well? Well, actually, all of it's my own stuff. Um, every single song oh, I wow. have um, written myself, um, either over the years or, like, um, when I've been, like, working on the projects, like the Christmas one coming up, I did a lot of this year. Um, but some of it, I was just, like, writing songs over the years and kind of this was a chance to bring them to life, like, this year, um, obviously with lockdown, um, I wanted to bring out like the big album that I'm waiting to bring out called Fierce and Fabulous. Um, I wanted to bring that out, but it just didn't feel right to bring it out during this time because I was like, I really want to be on stage and I want to be performing yeah. the songs. Um, so I kind of just moved it to later um, next year. And instead what I did was is I used my skills that I um, learned in college and I created my whole entire album myself, made every single song and everything and all that. So I was, it, was a, it was a first for me to create wow. instrumentals and um, have to do all that. And I was like, it was a challenge, but it's a challenge now looking at how I can progress with music. I'm like, you're kind of more in control of how you want things to sound. And if you're working with other people, you kind of can now come up with a more base of this is what I want it to sound like. This is what it sounds like now. How can we make it sound like this if that makes sense so who do you base yourself on um sort of musical artist wise is it like a, a combination of inspirations or like is it just one person that you think that's who my style like really sounds like um i don't know if it's like a certain style that i would say it sounds like because i feel like i'm kind of still kind of playing a little bit with different like styles and different um, things to find the exact kind of route i want to go down because a lot of the music you hear is very much dance music and I don't really do a lot of dance music um, yet, maybe next year, you never know, um, but 
and kind of just playing with a lot more of like pop and stuff like that and seeing what works for me but the people that I would say that I kind of um, look at art, like artistically and kind of draw from like inspiration wise um, would be people like uh, there's a drag queen called Courtney Act if you know who that is um, oh, I love her music and I kind of draw like her music is something I'm like that's kind of what I want my music to kind of be like um, not exactly like it but that's kind of the, way, the route I'd like to go with um, and then of course you have Ariana Grande and um, Megan Trainor. I quite I quite enjoy some of um, Megan Trainor's old school stuff um, there was a lot more doo-wop and um, kind of more old school pop feeling um, when she did like all about the bass and stuff like that that kind of era um, which was nice to hear a lot of her Christmas songs kind of were more suited in that kind of era for now so I was like I feel very inspired and nice to see like people like that and be like I don't have to make my Christmas music sound like proper Christmas music if she's doing something like that maybe try a little bit more to look in a kind of different way. Do you make uh, your own sort of wigs and dresses are you the whole sort of absolute package or is that something um you know, that you leave to other people? Well, um, I wouldn't say I make my own outfits yet. That's something I'm, I'm kind of would like to, I'm, I'm going to work on, and this year I was going to work on a lot more, but um, I can like edit things if I have to rhinestone things and then um, sew wee bits and bobs, but um, I've never made an outfit yet, but it's something I'd, I'd look at um, doing more. For me, I kind of, the first thing in drag, I was like, you can perform, so get yourself out there and you kind of look at it. And then after the first year or so, I was like, where is my strong point? Where is my weak point? I was like, the performance part is not the weak point. So kind of just focus on what was a weaker point, which was kind of much more makeup and things like that. And um, now people are like, over the past like six of a month, like not six of them, over the past year, they're like, for some reason you went and just clicked and now you look great. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. Many things happened. Someone um, helped me and things like that. And it kind of started to grow a bit better. But like hair as well that's something I'm now like getting a bit better at I can do bits and bobs but if I'm doing like special occasion things like Christmas I, I do have a tendency I'm like I don't trust myself too much yet to make it look perfect so I kind of like I'm going to do the easier option and ask someone that I know that's really good at hair to style the wig for me and then um, then I can work on other things myself. So um, if the lockdown wasn't happening right now do you have like a regular res- residency um, at a venue? I, d- I did before this happened so before this happened I launched a show um, in a bar in Glasgow and it went really well the first show went great then the second show did um, very very well and the second show even led to becoming a worldwide meme by accident um, but you know what? Oh, tell us about that. Happened. Tell us about wow. that. Um, well, what happened was, is um, I am not a comedy queen. And um, I try sometimes. I'm not a comedy queen when I have to be funny, if that makes sense. But doing things like this and all that, people are like, you actually are funny. But when you try to be funny, you're not funny. And I was like, like okay. Like an accidental humour. I, I get what you mean. Yeah, it sounds like Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, tri- I did this number. I made a number from um, Inspired by Two Broke Girls. And I did that, and in the song, um, she says she wanted something golden, and she wanted the golden shower. So I had this gold confetti <laughs> sitting on top of the keyboard of my computer, and I asked, I put my hand on the confetti to grab it, and a finger hit a button and deleted the full entire track. Mid number. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a nightmare. Um, but someone got it on film, and I was like, do I post it? Do I not post it? Then I posted it, and everyone pure was like, sharing and thing, and I was like, this is a lot and then someone that does um, a drag race recap put it in their recap and I was like 
people all for the world who know me as a delete person. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, you might not know my name, but you know me as a delete. You, del- you deleted your track, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I have made sure that I'm working on that part to utilise that sense because everyone's like, it's such an iconic moment. It was the last show that happened. So maybe I might be bringing out merchandise with it on it. <laughs> yeah, capitalise, capitalise. Definitely. Exactly. I'm kind of like, I'm like, if you can't laugh at yourself at these moments and move on from it, like, you, you're going to just dwell on it. So it's like, do you know what? It happened. There's no point in like, getting there dwelling move on it was funny and just laugh at it with, your, with everyone else um, so here's a bit of a, a personal question um, what do your friends and family think of Lola Fierce do you know what a lot of them all come to shows and like um, buy the songs and things like that so everyone's very supportive and things like that like I told a lot of people that I had a lot of my friends like I'm bringing out like the t-shirts and things and every one of them was like oh my god we need to get and I was like do you? I was like, that's kind of weird. weird. Everyone wants a t-shirt already, that, the people that I've seen on. I'm like, okay, that's weird. So everyone's very supportive and very, like, they are to like come and see shows and things like that when they can and things. So everyone's very supportive and enjoys the experience of seeing just having fun on stage and just being myself. So would you like to tell us about your socials? So all my social medias are Lola Fierce UK. You can follow me on Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, all the shaman. And you can also, like I say, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, anything you can stream and download your music. If you search Lola Fierce, you can find me. And also on any podcast site, you can find me too if you search Beyond the Scare, which is a lovely little horror podcast I started in very oh, wow. recently. And, um, I've also done that too. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of trying to like do as much as I can and um, have fun and enjoy myself and just kind of push myself to do things I maybe would not have done before. Um, so you uh, mentioned a little bit of uh, TikTok and that you had your own TikTok. Now I've been trying to get Kaz uh, to set up a TikTok. Um, what he sort of? Uh... To, he just wants me to look like a moron. That's it. <laughs> just wants me to make videos of myself looking like a tit, and I refuse to do it. Um, what what advice would you give uh, as if she was to uh, set up a TikTok of her own? You know, TikTok was something that I only did very like o- over the past like month or two because I was very hesitant of it. I was like, I don't know. I was like, but at first I was like, I don't really have an interest in it. But then I was like, do you know what? I'm going to give it a wee bash, see how fun with it. And I've quite enjoyed it. Like, it's quite fun. It can be quite stressful occasionally trying to get things to to line up. But do you know what? You just go and you just have fun. There's many different TikToks you can do, whether it be like um, doing makeup or whether it be doing like wee funny things and that. Some people just do wee duets with people just for fun and um, people also do singing ones. If you can sing and hit a wee note, you could do wee duets with some people too. There's, there's many different things. So just go have fun and enjoy yourself. You, you only laugh once. I mean, I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll I'll count. Put it in mind. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll count out the singing bit for Kaz because, uh, you know. You've never heard me sing. You've never heard me sing, Chris. You haven't been there at karaoke. I'll tell you what, I'll blow the place away. I bet you do. I really do. <laughs> Sorry. Chris, I'm not, I'm not as vulgar as you. <laughs> right? I'm not as vulgar as you. So, do you have anything coming up uh, in the future? Yeah, there's quite a few wee things um, I've got coming up. Um, I, I still have a music video that's coming out very soon um, for a song called Last Halloween, um, which is off of my album that comes out next year. But this is a little stripped back version of the song. Um, and I had quite fun filming this video. I kind of tried to just push myself and do um, things that I hadn't done before um, with like a music video, like trying to make a wee story for it. 
and give us thing. Um, but then we jump into the, the fun festive season um, in a few weeks' time with a brand new um, Christmas EP. Um, last year I decided to bring out a Christmas song um, called Festive Cheer and it seemed to be a point where everyone loved it and enjoyed it and I was going everywhere to perform it and I was like, hmm. Maybe we should work and use this moment of um, everyone likes Christmas. Let's just do it again. Why not? And I uh, started to write these other songs and um, came up with a whole entire EP, which is called Festive Wishes. You know, there was a very good link there for you. You found the festive cheer. Now you can spread the festive wishes. There, there is go. a yeah. festive wishes on the EP. Um, but I have a single coming out called Christmas Ain't the Same Without You that comes out on the 27th of November and then the EP Festive Wishes comes out on the 4th of December. So I'm kind of excited to see that and I did a thing with my album where you could like go behind the scenes a little and I talked a lot more about what the tracks are about and things like that but I'll be doing that all again with a little behind the scenes series called um, What's Under the Tree um, on my YouTube channel and you get to see like get get to hear me talk about the songs and talk about how I kind of like came to write each of the songs because some of the songs are fun and stuff like that but um, there's a lovely song on the EP that um, is kind of one where you wouldn't expect I decided for the very last song I was like I couldn't think of anything fun in that episode what do I want to write and I was like why does every Christmas song have to be fun and joyful so there's a lovely little horror inspired song called Killer Christmas um, on the EP that I'm very excited about and obviously throughout all this time you will then get the brand new podcast that I started called Beyond the Scare which is all diving into different worlds of horror from like film, TV, music, all that sh shabam and um, it's quite fun because I'm getting to find out some things and watching things that I haven't watched in a while and then talk about them and find out other people's opinions of what they think of like old school horror and new school horror and things like that and then maybe next year we might um, do some more um, horror inspired things like some more music maybe maybe a full album you, you never ever know what the future will hold there I was going to say uh, wow. horror horror sounds right up Kaz's street actually yeah I love it so much um, well that is a fantastic segue actually because we are about to do the quickfire quiz and your specialist subject that you chose Lola was would you yes. like to tell us oh it was slasher movies and that is what we that is definitely what you've got and i hope you have been swatting up my dear i have and that's the thing even including games that the, the fun thing about games everyone can go home and play a, a game themselves if you go listen to my song scream or my song last halloween you can have a little fun deciphering what horror movie titles i have hidden within that song and there's like 11 Ooh, in like each that. of the songs and um, the first one's called scream that, that is an obvious one, the answer scream. There's you've got one point already there. Um, but you can go have fun with that and find out what other horror movie titles are hid within the, the lyrics. It's it's a game and an audio delight. Exactly. You can have fun and listen to a great wee song all at the same time. Ask a Queen on the Chris and Kez show. If you'd like to come on and join us, email us now. Hello at the Chris and Kaz show dot co dot UK.